Hi, I'm your host, Jeff Burton. At time of recording, I'm 67 years old, and just this year I was diagnosed as autistic. This is my story. Look, I'm the first one to admit that I've got plenty of things wrong with me. I have plenty of flaws, uh, and autism isn't one of them. Uh, Autism is just who I am. Autism is not a mental illness. Depression can be. So can anxiety. Consider the experiences of my life that I've related to you so far. I'd like to talk a little bit today about CPTSD, Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. Now that's really the something that's wrong with me, and I'm a victim of it. But at the same time, CPTSD has caused me to hurt other people. Now, that doesn't mean I don't take responsibility for those things. I do, and we'll find out more about them as the podcast progresses. But uh, it is true that uh, the CPTSD I have... uh, predisposes me, I guess, to make poor decisions, some poor decisions, some poor reactions, to act out of impulse. We'll find out more about it as we go. Now, remembering so far what I've explained to you about myself, my young self, there was a poor ability to understand social cues, had no idea what was going on. I was always on alert watching for clues as to what to say and do next. It was exhausting. And I was terribly lonely most of the time. I found it very difficult to cope with change. Moving schools was traumatic. Bullying was constant, intense and long-running. It lasted from the age of 12 until I left university. The father I idolised left our household. As a result, I developed some core beliefs about myself and the world. I believed I was useless. I believed I was unlovable. I believed the world was unsafe. I believed that people I loved would always leave me. Those negative experiences and the damage they did to my psyche produce what nowadays is labelled CPTSD, Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. In PTSD, the trauma, while awful, is usually confined to a short period of time. CPTSD involves ongoing trauma over a longer time frame and sometimes from multiple sources. It is a mental disorder. It is a festering wound. Autism doesn't cause CPTSD, but autistic characteristics can make reactions to trauma 
much more intense. Raising my own autistic twins, my wife and I have often thought that there was nothing wrong with our boys who were loving, empathetic and talented guys. The problems, in inverted commas, they had were not autism, but rather the mismatch between their needs, abilities and what the outside world could provide. The world is designed and run by neurotypical people, and we autistic people are rarely accommodated. Now, it's getting better now. I thank goodness for that. But in those distant days of my youth, it, it wasn't even thought of. My psychiatrist has said that autism did not cause my CPTSD, but the constant struggle to hide my autistic self unconsciously, because I didn't know I had an autistic self, in my confusing world, did. Now this sounds like I'm painting myself as an innocent victim. Poor fellow, people are so mean to him. But as a result of my experiences, I developed several ugly reactions that have plagued my life ever since. During this portion of my life, and even in later times, I could become completely self unself-aware. I could be selfish. I could be irritable easily. I could be insanely jealous. I could seem arrogant. I could be dismissive. I could be argumentative. I could treat people badly. I could explode in anger. Uh, a past psychologist, one of my favourites, had talked to me about the Coke bucket, where... Uh, we all have a bucket that's a certain size and in it we put the things that we're coping with um, that are sort of irritations of the soul, I guess. And for me, my cope bucket is almost always nearly full uh, because I'm trying to cope with sensory inputs that I find alarming. I'm trying to cope with being hypervigilant about social cues. And because of that, my coat bucket's nearly always full. And when it overflows, bad stuff is going to happen. I'm going to react poorly. I'm not going to be as understanding as I would normally want to be. I now think most of these things were unhealthy reactions to trauma but I did not know it then. I must still take responsibility for the pain I caused during and after that period because I have human agency. I chose to behave in those ways, unconsciously perhaps, but still chosen. Lord, now I sound like I'm a serial killer. I'm not. Much of the time, I was kind and generous. I was witty and had many happy times. The point I'm making is that CPTSD shaped my behaviour. I feel sorry for my younger self, but I must confess I don't like him much. One of the recurring themes in my therapy has been to try and find compassion for that young man, but I find it very difficult. Now let's move on to more catastrophe in my younger life. Uh, this is about female problems. 
This could have been the next item on my trauma list, but it isn't so much as a single trauma as an ongoing car crash in my psyche, bathed in clouds of smoke with flames, explosions and loud shrieks, piercing the stormy night of the soul. Yes, it's that bad. I have always felt unaccepted and frightened by males. This is hardly surprising given my history of being a sensitive, shy fellow constantly on the wrong end of male bullying. For me, I have always sought my connection to the rest of humanity through women. My current psychiatrist is a woman, my current psychologist is a woman, my wife is a woman, my mother was a woman, my dad was my dad, but he was unique among men. I desperately wanted women to be my lifeline. But wait, there are a couple of issues here. Well, not so much a couple of issues as a whole collected box set. Social anxiety. I had no idea how to talk to women. I was nervous and awkward around them. There was a lot of that fun interior talk going on. No one could ever love a jerk like you. This interior talk is a common feature of autism and bullying victims. I thought the voice was my voice. Its thoughts were my thoughts. It'd be years before I learnt that this was not me, but rather the internalised voice of my bullies, and it did not need to be entertained. Here's a mantra for me, for you. Repeat after me. I am not my thoughts. I am not my thoughts. Or less new age. Will all of you just please shut the hell up? My pathetic bumbling attempts at relationships with women were awful. I stunk of desperation and incompetence. Amazingly, a few, well, one wonderful woman saw something in me. I have been loved. But psychologically, I was a mess. I believed I was worthless. I believed no one could really love me. I believed loved ones would abandon me. Inside me there lurked a jealous, insecure rage that occasionally bubbled to the surface. I am ashamed of how I behaved at times. And I now lie awake at night full of regret for how I hurt some people. I've tried to make amends by never repeating those terrible missteps. For the sake of balance, I can say that at times I could be charming, kind and thoughtful. But I deserved to be left and I applaud those who did. I wish them only the best now. When I was a boy, I discovered Jerry Lewis. I liked the Martin and Lewis movies well enough, but it was Jerry's solo movies that I became obsessed with. There was an identification there. In these movies, Jerry would play the hopeless bumbling outsider, making hilarious error after error. Oh, how we laughed. It's not laughable when you're doing it. Uh, By the end of the movie, though, some lovely, kind and beautiful woman would see the jewel behind this dopey exterior and fall in love with Jerry, delivering him from his torment. Kiss fade to black. I was convinced that this is how my life should work, how it would work. Hollywood ruined my life by giving me hope. Everybody has their own set of traumas. 
Many people suffer under the enormous weight of truly terrible trauma in, trauma in their early lives. Frankly, I have no idea how they go on. Sadly, some of them don't. My poor little set hardly registers on the seismic scale of psychological damage. I was mostly happy most of the time, or at least content. I really do recognise how fortunate my life has been. If our own trauma has any positive effect, it is that it can teach us to be kind to each other, to recognise that behaviour has a history, and to be able to show compassion to everyone. And now here's a short little piece of poetry for you. I have all the weather of the world inside my head. Four seasons in one day. The icy blast of disdain. The heat of anger. The low clouds of regret. The misty rain of despair. The balmy spring of delight. Joy and sorrow, laughter and tears, suffering and bliss. Thank you for listening. Uh, these last little bits uh, of this episode take us up to my leaving of high school and uh, beginning, well, doing my degree at uh, the university and what would happen next um, is is the next chapter, I guess, of what we're going to explore. So I hope you're finding this in interesting, at least, and I and it is my hope that my story has resonances in your story, and I can tell you, sitting here as a 67 year old man, that you get it, you get through it, you you become at every stage of your life more aware and you learn things and look in my case you regret things but at the other side of that is that I'm a better man now than I have ever been and I hope I can say that for every day of my life that comes along until I pass over so thank you for listening and I'll talk to you again next week mm -hmm.